I'll be honest, Jura sucks. Scrum Masters are your new best friends that can help you get any project back on track and make your experience better with this project management tool. Hi everybody, it's Samantha and Nicole, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in the industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you share it with a friend or a coworker. I hear all these key words like project management, scrum master, agile, but I was just really curious to know what exactly is a scrum master? The easiest way to explain that would basically be to say that a scrum master is someone who is like the gatekeeper of that core development team. They're there to enhance and help streamline the work, the processes around the work to get the team to the goal that they are trying to achieve for either that incremental period or long-term. And then why does a team need a scrum master versus just a project manager? Well, one of the really great characteristics about a scrum master is their servant leadership. And that's not to say that project managers don't have the same spirit, but in doing so, right? Like you really are trying to be that buffer. You really are trying to step in and make things easier for the team versus, you know, kind of putting whatever issues they may come to you back on them. Though you do want to empower them and get that team to a self-managing space, there's just a little bit more care, I would say, that goes into the intimacy that's grown within that relationship to truly make whatever it is that the team is building or producing or creating a seamless experience. Of course, you're going to have your bumps in the road, but as a scrum master, you're there to serve those whom you are working with. You're there to make their load a lot easier. You're there to help, you know, just guide them in a way so that they can focus on the more technical aspect of their, their job. And you can handle the noise that often comes um, from the outside, from the external. So usually when I think of Scrum Master, I think of Jira, because I think of Agile. What is Jira for people who don't know? So Jira is a project management tool. You can implement like the use of several frameworks like within it. Um, it is customizable, but it typically is used to manage and track projects. So there's a common phrase, I guess, in software engineering where we say Jira sucks. I hate Jira. I don't want to use Jira. Why do you think people say that? What are the main issues with Jira? You're like, there's too many good things about Jira. There's no issues. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to come for your scrum master, but, you know, I totally understand that, right? Like, as someone who's technical, you're going to just do, do the technical piece of your job. You don't necessarily always have the time or the luxury to think about, okay, while I'm coding or, or, or while I'm developing something as an engineer to figure out, all right, like, how am I going to provide someone with a status update through another tool? Like you're already so consumed with so many other facets within what you do that it can genuinely be overwhelming, right? So having a scrum master in all honesty that is willing to kind of, you know, understand and take what you share in those meetings that we have and not be afraid to kind of use the tool for the team, right? I like to believe that Jira is something that helps keep the scrum master 
organized. I don't necessarily think it's always something that's beneficial to the team. Now, if you do have people that like using it, wonderful. But, you know, some people just don't want to be bothered with it, right? Because it's another thing I have to do outside of my job that isn't necessarily allowing me to get my job done. Though it could give you insight if you're working with like multiple teams, right? Or if you're dependent on other teams and you need to constantly get like information and updates so that you don't always have to have a meeting. But if it's a, if it's a smaller team and it's a smaller environment, truly the Scrum Master should be able to manage that in a way that takes the burden off of the, the engineer or the developer or whoever is within your development team. Another thing I'll say about JIRA is that um, everybody has different like learning levels, right? Like we all coming in at a different pace. So if you're in an environment where, you know, agile is already being implemented, then typically, you know, people know what the expectations are. If you're going through an agile transformation, you have to understand that just because you train someone on a tool doesn't mean that they have full comprehension of what it's actually able to provide for them. So as the scrum master, and I'll just say this universally, you should be able to explain the benefits of how JIRA is going to continue to assist them with the implementation of whatever project management framework they're following, right? And once you're able to get that buy-in, usually it will kind of shift people's perspective on it. Of course, nobody wants to upload and, you know, update this thing every day because, like I said, it's another task. But if you can really bring the ideation and understand, like, how it is supposed to be implemented to the team for them to see the value, the conversation then starts to, you know, change a little bit. The feeling around it starts to change a little bit. Yeah, I see I see the value it gives to the people managing Jira. Me as a software engineer, I'm just like, just tell me what to do. Do you need this as a ticket? I'll make a ticket. Do you need this as a story? Do you need this as an epic? How can, I guess, I determine where they should be versus having to ask constantly, do you want this as a task? Do you want this as a subtask? Um, does that make sense? It does make sense. One thing I'll say is that that's a conversation that the team needs to decide on. And I don't know everything about the environment that you work on, but the team should have an agreement, right? As to how they want to break down their work, how much they need, they feel is necessary to report out on like what they're doing to keep you know, both sides of the business at a happy medium. I really do think it's about the team making a decision about that, right? But your scrum master also should be educated enough to know, or hopefully, you know, have enough insight to know like, all right, this is where, these are where my team members are having difficulty, you know, trying to break down these large tasks or these large like asks that come to whatever goal we're supposed to deliver. Depending on how granular that gets, when you have a conversation, that's something that should be revealed. So then the team should go and say, hey, all right, we don't need to go all the way down to a task level. Maybe we just have epics and stories. You know, it really should fit the needs of the team. I don't believe in like shoehorning usage of a tool or the way in which something should be done on somebody. Like, let's use it in a smart way. Like, let's use it where we both are being, you're like getting the benefits out of it. So Maybe that's something that I would share with you to, to go back to your team and have conversation about and just, you know, have an understanding within your working agreement, right? This is the granular level in which we're going to go to, or this is, you know, how far out we're going to want to report on these things. But let's all be in agreement so that it's not constantly changing and we understand the culture that we're developing behind using this tool. 
Okay. Um, hopefully you're open to this. I want to do a small little exercise about how to break down tickets, maybe into epics and into stories. We'll try this out. So let's say that somebody needs to make a to-do list. Like it has um, check boxes. We all have a to-do list app, right? How would I go about breaking that down? What would be the epic? What would you say would be the story? And what would be the, the task? A to-do list. Well, I would need a little more insight about what's on your to-do list. Is it just kind of like a grocery shopping list, hypothetically speaking? Or is, I mean, maybe you want to elaborate on what it would be like in an engineering yeah, let's say the, the, the product manager is like, I want a person to be able to check when they're done with task. I mean, that doesn't sound like something that needs to become too granular. So a lot of times people get caught up in like what is required to constitute something as an epic or what is required to constitute something as a story. But if it's something that could be simply broken down where you just understand, all right, this goes first, this goes second, this goes third maybe that technical criteria may not be necessary, right? Because the differentiation between, you know, a lot of these things is the develop is like how far it's developed out. So like with an epic, you're gonna have a, an acceptance, well, with a story as well, you know, it really just depends on the nature of the work. So when it comes to like this checklist, I wouldn't say to overcomplicate it, right? If it's something that is literally like this, 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 and this, you might just have an epic with stories of all of those different action items, right? And as all of those things get done, then your epic is done, right? Like why break it down to be something more granular than it needs to be? I like that. Yeah, we just have to figure out what size the scope of the project is, then figure out if it's large, maybe break it down into smaller bits. But if it's not that large, like a to-do list is not that large. So why break it down into smaller pieces? I love that. Absolutely. Like, why are we why are we overcomplicating things these days? <laughs> why? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then with also with Scrum Masters, I know y'all follow agile practices. So what is sprint planning and what is a sprint? A sprint is like an incremental time period in which the team is working to get a goal accomplished. Right. That goal could be a feature. That goal could be, you know, the end of a project. It just depends. It varies on the team. But it is the most significant thing about it is it is an incremental period. It could be one week, two week, all the way up until a four week period, right? But it requires you to check in to ensure that what is needing to happen is actually getting done. That's the easiest way that I would describe a sprint. Awesome. And then how does JIRA play along with sprint planning? So the way in which JIRA and sprint planning come together JIRA acts as a project management tool. Within that tool, you should have your backlog of items, that checklist, that to-do list of things that the team is required to see to fruition, right? While you're sprint planning, you're going to look at all of those items and try to decipher for yourself or estimate for yourself what can be done in the time frame that we have currently. For my teams, it's typically two weeks. In our sprint planning session, I give the developers an opportunity to talk about, okay, what's going to be required to actually get this done? How many dependencies do we have? How many you know, outsourced tools are we going to need to actually get this done? And as that conversation is happening, 
as you're in that sprint planning meeting, you're able to categorize things and organize things in a way in JIRA that allows you to see, all right, this is high priority, or maybe this is something that can wait. This is something that, you know, has needs extensive research on, so we're not going to necessarily put it, you know, in progress, right? But we're going to know that it's something that we're sitting on for a bit. So I would say that JIRA really helps you kind of break down all of those different stages within that thought process of how the team is going to get things done. It, it, it offers an opportunity for people to be able to communicate the status of those things, but at its most basic level, it helps you figure out, all right, what is going to be my thought process to get it done so that I'm not over promising and under delivery. I love that. Thank you, Nicole, for coming on another episode. We love having you and teaching us how to make Jura less sucky. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. Bye.